Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, October 22nd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week to try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to hear more from Samuel today. But before we begin, let's begin with prayer. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for laughter and for joy, for tears and for mourning. And we thank you that in all things, when we are both in the valleys and when we are both at the mountaintops, that you are there with us. And we thank you for that. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen again to the story from 1 Samuel, the third chapter, verses 1 through 21. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days and visions were not widespread. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his room. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But Eli said, I did not call, lie down again. So Samuel went and lay down. The Lord called again, Samuel. Well, Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But Eli said, I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel again a third time, and he got up, and he went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there, calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, See, I am about to do something in Israel that will make both ears of anyone who hears of it tingle. On that day, I will fulfill against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I am about to punish his house forever for the iniquity that he knew because his sons were blaspheming God and he did not restrain them. Therefore I swear to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be expiated by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay there until morning. Then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. But Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. Samuel said, Here I am. Eli said, What was it that he told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all that he told you. 
So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. Then Eli said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was a trustworthy prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Um... I'm going to have to go with brushing our teeth. Um, Maybe that's just because I'm really messy at it. But I've never thought, that looks like a natural thing to be doing right there. (laughs) You know, I got this new toothbrush. Yeah? And the head has, like, a little hole, like, in the back of it. So, like, toothpaste falls down that little hole, and it comes down my hand now. Uh, And it's just the worst. Yeah. It's just... I am the messiest toothbrusher um, because when I was a kid, my mom had bad dental disease and we couldn't afford to go to the dentist. So she would like watch us brush to make sure we got everything. And so, I mean, there's like, there's suds everywhere when I brush my teeth, hands, face, the whole (laughs) shebang. What do you think? Um, I have never seen someone look cool or awesome uh, riding a donkey. There's just something about riding Jesus a donkey. Jesus did. did. Did he look cool, though? Oh, yes. He's the coolest of the... No. <laughs> Jesus is the anti-cool, the, but right? The, uh, but, like, riding a donkey or riding a mule, there's just, like, you're just as big as that animal is. You're like, should you be riding that thing? <laughs> and the really what got me was I was watching a show called Human Planet, and it's about essentially all these humans and the incredible things they do. And there's this native tribe uh, and they have to climb down this cliff and take out a golden eagle and they raise it to hunt with them. <laughs> and so they have these golden eagles, which are like some of the biggest birds on the planet. And they have them and on their arm, uh-huh. which is like the coolest thing you could possibly yes. look. And they're riding these little donkeys. <laughs> and all my, of a sudden, my majestic my eagle, majestic eagle my which is bigger donkey. than my donkey that I'm riding. And I'm just like, there's just nothing cool about that. That's so funny. That's awesome. <laughs> but to our scripture, what do we make of what God tells Samuel about Eli? And, and what do we think about Eli's response to hearing uh, So the context here is that Eli is um, a priest. And because of that, um, his sons should also be priests leading the people in the temple. But Eli's sons blaspheme God. They do all of the wrong things. And Eli has not been able to keep them in line. And so this word coming to Samuel is that... Um, you know, all of Eli's house as it is, all of uh, his leading in the temple and that sort of thing, that he's going to be punished, that there's no sacrifice or offering that can make it better. And so that's a really hard thing to hear. It's also interesting because, you know, Samuel, his mother, um, could not have children. She was a second wife and, um, 
And she prayed to God for a child. And when she was given Samuel, she dedicated him to the Lord. So Samuel has lived in the temple the majority of his life. Mm -hmm. And when Eli says, what is it, my son? It's because Eli has treated him like a son. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. And so to say it to your dad figure is even worse. And that's why Eli's response is so incredibly moving to me. Because Eli knows that things haven't gone well with his family. Um, and Eli knows that this is, this is a right response in a way for God, for what's been going on. And Eli doesn't get angry. He doesn't deny it. He says, if this is what God thinks needs to happen, then let it happen. And I think that's also a gift to Samuel. But I also want to back up and say that if all of Eli's sons have blasphemed his last son, Mm -hmm. the son of his heart, maybe. Samuel is going to also be the one that redeems. Hmm. What do you think about Eli? Yeah, I, uh, you know, in the, in the previous chapters, like it's, they, they blaspheme God and that, you know, they take the first meats of the sacrifice. I mean, they literally steal the best from God. You know, yep. the, the priest can take kind of what's, what's been burned on the side or, or the fat that's been boiled, but they take the very best of, they're literally stealing the best from God. They're stealing the best of the sacrifice, um, uh, and then and they're really terrorizing the community. They're like yep. sleeping with the with the um, maids around the temple. I mean, it, they are they are destroying the community in so many ways. And nowhere does it say Eli rebukes them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's and that's really hard um, to to comprehend. Um, and as you said. I think Eli accepts the failures uh, that that he's done. That that his that his family, uh, even if he has been a faithful follower of God, that that his family isn't going to be what's best for the community and best for the yeah. people's relationship with God. That his children aren't doing the priest's job and speaking uh, for God. Um, but he does have this incredibly humble. Uh, response to Samuel and you know that's you know we talk about calling on Monday and and we didn't we didn't really get into Samuel's first call is is darn near impossible to Mm -hmm. to tell his his essential like you said father uh, you know the buck stops with you your family line won't continue which to just put that into context, you know, there was no view really of the afterlife. You're, you're, it, it's essentially like telling some uh, a Christian today, like you're not going to heaven, kind of thing. Yeah, it's a kind of a false equivalent, but in many ways, it was similar to that. Of, of, you know, your line won't continue. Uh, d- doing what they're doing, um, and Eli and his graciousness, uh, and and responds, um, I think, in a really profound way that that gives Samuel as a young boy the strength to go out and be that prophet that is going the the gift that he gives even when Samuel has to give this difficult word and Samuel's going to have to do it again throughout his life um but how brave of Samuel yeah. the first time he hears God speak the very first time even as a boy to have it to have to say this difficult truth to his mentor and you know I don't know what it was like for you but Especially before I was ordained, every minister who mentored me shaped me. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to speak truth to the power of those people who have shaped you. Yes. But he does it. He does it. And God bless Eli 
for hearing it and not only affirming, like Eli doesn't even dispute that what he heard is true or not true. And in fact says, it's the Lord, let him do what seems good to him. I also say, I think I have a soft heart for Eli because I'm a parent and my girls are wonderful. And I have, as the older they get, very little control of the choices that they make. Mm -hmm. And so to me, in some way, Eli is every parent who has tried their very best and things did not turn out the way they thought. Well, friends, with that, let us go ahead and we will close with this quote from the author, Germany Kent, who writes, Let your life reflect the faith you have in God. Fear nothing and pray about everything. Be strong, trust God's word, and trust the process. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We will be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.